0: Catherine Mazza, thanks for coming to my show, uh, Casual with Ryan Proctor. Thank you for having me. Yes, it is. I think it's episode 28, maybe. Oh, nice. So, yeah, your anniversary actually just came up pretty soon. Oh, so.
1: congratulations! Yeah,
0: thank you. Um, but thanks for coming by. It was cool. I've been trying to. We've been talking for a bit. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I emailed you guys a while ago. I just kind of fell off track, and then, um, yeah, finally glad to make it happen. It's cool. So yeah, I've been down busy. To, it's yeah, been you guys a are busy. Busy fall. Lots of animals. Yeah. Yeah. Is there um, is there a seasonal ebb and flow? animals that come and go from like is it like busy in summertime or Mm,
1: not really we always think like oh it's going to be kitten puppy season in summer and spring and but it always just changes we get right it always just happens always at once right Okay. (laughs) it's never evenly distributed it's either like oh we have a quiet lull and then oh my god we're totally totally full and everyone's (laughs) broken (laughs) so that's how it usually happens
0: right because i was curious like if like seasonally people come to town get a dog leave town can't get the dog and they leave it. i didn't know if it was like kind of went with summers and winters and stuff but no yeah, we don't have
1: enough. a huge amount of well we have a few surrenders that happen sort of seasonally right. but it's also i think um people leaving the country mm. and not having or not being able to find a pet
0: friendly house right okay yeah, yeah yeah um okay so just so we are clear you work with wag yes um and you are the assistant manager and marketing coordinator. Yes. At WAG. Okay, cool. And WAG stands for Whistler Animals Galore. Is that right? Yes. Okay, cool. Has anybody got that wrong or is there other interpretations of that, of WAG?
1: Oh, people are confused all the time because right. they think Whistler Animals, uh, Whistler Animal Shelter, why isn't it WAS? Why is it WAG? Right. So people, and we have to say it's Whistler Was. Animals Galore. WAS
0: sounds weird, I wouldn't, yeah. Well, WAG is more fun. Yeah, right? for sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of glad it's not WAS. So,
1: yeah, and the and the actual legal name is Whistler Animals Galore Society, so technically mm. it's WAGs.
0: Is the society part of a, like, legal terms that when you... Because it's, like, donation-based and stuff? Do you have yeah, because like it's a nonprofit. Right, okay, yeah. so it's got to have that term in it? I think so, yeah. Okay, right, cool. Um, you've been there for a long time, you said? Eight years? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of animals come through there in the last eight years?
1: Yes. How Don't many, ask me to remember them
0: all. How many animals do you think come <laughs> through there? Like, How many animals? I mean, this is a silly question, but you must see, like, thousands of animals, which is kind of hard.
1: Probably. It's really hard to kind of add it up because, sure. you know, you'll get litters of puppies that are, like, litters of eight and... So yeah, it, it adds up really quick. I think we do maybe 150 animals a year Wow. go in and out. Wow. Um, but then that doesn't also include the impounds that we do or some of the transfers that we do. Right. So yeah, it's hard to estimate.
0: Like, how do you guys, do you guys handle everyone? Every animal that comes through there, Do they all stay with you until they find a new home or do some get, if some are like, you know, problem animals or like aggressive or whatever. You guys deal with them, or do you send them to the SPCA or something like that? How does that? Uh,
1: um, No, the SPCA. (laughs) I don't know how it works. I'm just curious. I don't know how (laughs) it works. And they come to Wag and they live at Wag forever. Okay. Um, No, we are (laughs) (laughs) we're we're the we're sort of the shelter that 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 takes those animals in that a lot of other shelters won't take in um, or don't have room for or don't have the resources to keep for long-term. So a lot of our animals are more special, um, have had behavior histories or medical histories. Mm -hmm. um, And then at WAG, they... They, we don't ever make them leave <laughs> so no, they well can stay good. there forever. Right. So WAG is often actually the last place they end up.
0: Oh, okay. Um, right. They've
1: often been tried to been taken to other shelters or other organizations and they can't or they right. won't. Okay. And WAG is often the only place that will take them. Right. Um, that's why we have a lot of special animals come out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also what makes us unique and special and why we do our job.
0: Right. Is there a, an equivalent to that in Pemberton or Squamish? Or, or,
1: uh? um, PAWS uh, in Pemberton is oh. our sort of partner um, organization. They okay. are so tiny. They're completely volunteer run. They oh, have wow. a tiny little trailer as a building. So right. they're so small. Yeah. Um, but they are also really amazing at not saying no to right. the animals that have special needs. Um, hmm. And they might be there for a while.
0: I feel like animal shelters are like kind of like, yeah, you start an animal shelter or whatever, and you take all the animals in because you want to help them. So you can't turn yeah. them away. You just take anything. Not anything. You don't take anything, but you take them because I got to help this animal. Yeah. It's great. It, the volunteers out of it is great because the time people spend volunteering, like it's huge and it's such a good benefit to, to WAG and to PAWS, right?
1: Oh, my God. Our volunteers are amazing. I mean, PAWS is volunteer yeah, run. the 100%. The director who runs it, Rachel, is amazing, and she doesn't get paid a cent.
0: How many volunteers does WAG have? Like, full, is it like a? Is it, it Ooh, must, that's a good go question? P- I think oh.
1: we've got probably 30, 30 active volunteers about that right. now.
0: And they just, do they walk dogs and just kind of help, like,
1: Primarily, they? yeah. We get them to walk dogs, get the right. dogs uh, off the property, active, get their energy spent. Um, really helps reduce shelter stress, uh, helps shelter staff.
0: Right. And then, yeah. Literally. Do you, people take cats for walks? No. There's a guy down here who has two Siamese cats and he puts them on leash. Oh, people over. do in
1: general, but yeah. not at WAG. <laughs> yeah, so
0: right, because cats just kinda of run around in their own little thing. Right? Well
1: we have catteries, so they're like A what? A, a cattery. I don't know what that is. So it's like a room that the cats live in that are that's like designed for cats. Oh, it's got like walls and like carpet and everything. Exactly. And like, oh, so it cool. like it's like a jungle gym for right. cats, yeah. And then that's like cool. like windows and the sliding glass door and, and stuff like that. So um they have they go in there and then the volunteers go into those rooms and mm. hang out with them in
0: there. Uh, I see. Okay. (laughs) Right. And so if you're a volunteer and you're walking and you're like helping out a wag, um, you just use like a screening process.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll do, you fill the application. So it just kind of tells us a little bit about who you are, um, how long you're staying here, what your availability is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if we think you are a good match for our program, uh, we'll get you in and do an orientation. So you'll come in, we'll do a little tour. We'll, uh, show you, um, the facility, our dog harnesses, how to harness a dog, basics like that. Right. Uh, and then you go home, and then you can sign up online for shifts. Oh. So we have certain sh- times throughout the day that we have volunteers
0: mm. sign up for. That makes sense. That would be free-for-all. You'd have people. Oh, the it would be nuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you, you have an approach to so You turn people down? sorry that you turn people down from being volunteers um
1: we've never really turned <laughs> people down we've definitely okay. like if if we have minimum requirements for commitment sure. So like we want you to be able to come sort of once a week yeah. or six months okay um so if you can't do that we've removed people from the right. program that but it's sense. mostly just because they stopped coming themselves or right. they left or you know they went away hmm. um i don't think we've ever had to fire anybody <laughs> no. As of yet. no yeah, So i didn't wood. do any jinx it yeah so how
0: many full-time staff are there then
1: uh, there's oh god, full time. I think there's only three of us full time. Holy cow, really? Yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. The other staff, we've got I think a team of five, six part-time. total, yeah, but they're most of them are part time. Wow. And so is yeah. somebody
0: there around the clock, twenty four hours?
1: No. We are supposed to clock out usually nine PM. Okay. I'm generally a bit late. Yep, <laughs> yeah, of course, Um but no, no one stays there overnight.
0: Right. I guess it's kinda like you said sort of you just have a bunch of pets, so you have to go home at some point. Yeah. 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 I, so it just seems like you have like an like endless supply of support because how many animals would be in the in the building at, at one time?
1: That totally depends. depends right? Um like recently we had 28 animals under our care. Not all of them were in the building at all times, some of them are in foster. It's not like 100 pets, it's not like you have that. No, No. we're a small shelter, very small compared to, I mean some of the shelters out there are just massive facilities and we're tiny.
0: And you probably rely on people who do take foster pets home because you don't have the space, right?
1: We do, it's tough in this town. It's not every, like it's hard to even um, find a place to rent let alone has a place yeah, that can sure. take a pet, let yeah. alone has a place that doesn't have, you know, 400 roommates or, right. um, so it's quite oh. difficult to find long-term solid foster homes, right. uh, just in this area.
0: And do you work with the Muni? Like, is it like, um, do you have a partnership with the municipality at all? Or like, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: They fund us, they give us a fee for service, um, okay. for operating basically for looking after the building and for operating the bylaw side of things. So when, anytime there's a whistler dog, that's, Stray, mm-hmm. people can bring them to wag we okay. look after them right um we help find their owners reunite them sell them licenses um and if they don't have an owner we will take them
0: right the and do you like to do like veterinarian services too like you can't if you have a dog you don't have to bring your dog like, it just it's all about like foster dogs so if i owned a dog i couldn't bring it in to get like veterinarian services no
1: we know. don't have a vet on staff or right. anything okay. like that no we so can't, you have to we like can't s- afford that are you crazy
0: uh, yeah no <laughs> I, probably yeah we have like.
1: vets that we use so right. we outsource um to local vets around here, yeah, um, but and then they give us um, a charitable discount, which right. is amazing. We That's love our cool. vets, yeah.
0: How many vets are in town? Like five
1: um, in town. Know. There's co- Coast Mountain is one the one we use in um, in Creekside here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also use Pemberton vet in Pemberton oh. and then, um, Eagle view veterinary hospital in Squamish yep. and Garibaldi
0: Veterinary hospital in Squamish. as well. So there's well. a few, right? for yeah. sure. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really great that you get, you know, support from the municipality and, uh, I mean, it's, this is a dog town or animal town anyway.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, for like sure. People have, yeah.
0: I mean, people love to have them and they kind of walk and show them off. Right. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think that's like, I mean, this I'm, I mean, the vets are probably busy around here. Dogs are probably getting in trouble all the time around here.
1: The vets are crazy busy. We're yeah. they're really under under um like we're under serviced. Serviced, that's the word, thank you. No, for no for vets versus pets. Our our vets are are busy. Yeah. <laughs> busy, busy working hard.
0: Do you get um like when people come to, to kind of fest foster fester. <laughs> when they come to foster animals, um, is there what's the is it does hey, you can you can kind of borrow this dog until somebody um, adopts it or is there like a time frame that they because I guess you want to keep the dogs and some of a, like a, the pets I guess keep it from the dogs you want to keep them in like a, a fairly level lifestyle so they're always going back and forth
1: yeah it's really tough um, again in this town a lot of people have um, shift work as well yeah. so being able to uh, drop the dogs off at wag and be able to pick them up while they're staff there is sometimes mm-hmm. really difficult. Cause if you right. finish your do- job at midnight, there's Nobody no there. way to get there to get the dog. Right. Um, so it's tough again. Um, our dogs do kind of get bounced around a little bit. Um, a lot of our dogs, uh, we don't send to foster as well just because they're too nervous, right. um, with new people and sure. strange things. Depending on their background, um, how they got there. So yeah, it yeah. totally depends on the animal. Um, how long they stay in foster for in an ideal world. Um, we would send them to foster. They would stay there until they were adopted. Mm -hmm. Um, and in an ideal world, um, the foster parent could even do, um, adoption appointments with potential people. So like, that's like if we have cats, so rather than them bringing the cat back to the shelter to meet the adopter, potential Mm -hmm. adopters, we'll send the adopters to the home. They can chat with the foster, foster parent, meet the
0: animal, that kind of thing. Yeah. is the process for adopting a dog and a cat the same? No. Because <laughs> I feel like there's different needs for these animals, right?
1: Uh, the process is different for every single animal. What do you um, mean? Because a kitten is going to be a different process than a cat. A cat's going to be a different process than a feral cat. A feral cat's going to be a different process than a puppy. A puppy is going to be a different process than a senior dog. A senior dog is going to be a different process than Doug with, you know, the medical issues that he's got. So right. every animal is... Totally unique right. in what they need. Um, some of our dogs will jump into your lap the first time they meet you. Sometimes you have to come visit them every day right. for a month before okay. they even start talking to you. Right. So it's totally unique um, per animal
0: right. that we've got. Wait, I, can you remind me what a f- what you mean by feral cat?
1: A feral cat? Well, technically, the word, the definition of a feral cat is a cat that has uh, grown up without any human contact okay. and cannot be rehabilitated. Um, so we'll never be able to be pet, be in a home. Oh. Yeah, they're too wild at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fine line is a frightened cat where you can have a cat that behaves like a feral cat, um, but over time will... Um, allow you to pet them yeah. exactly okay, right. um so at one point they have had experience with humans it just yeah. probably hasn't been in a while um so an example of that right now is our cat um earl gray and firework mm. um they're frightened they're not feral okay. um they're frightened so okay. in an in a in an ideal world they'll let you pet them sure. in a home they were really affectionate yeah. um but you can't just send anyone in right they're gonna they'll probably you know Hiss and scratch at you if you're a total stranger, and you go to try to pick them up, right? Which is kind of feral-like behavior. Okay. Um, and then we have another cat, Onyx, who has we've really not been able to rehabilitate him at all. He's okay. wanted nothing to do with us. Right. Um, so he's, I think, more of the feral type. So we're pro- we're trying to get him into um, a cat sanctuary.
0: Cat sanctuary? A cat sanctuary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Specifically
1: for cats that are feral, so that can't right. be so rather than just re releasing them into the wild, which is <laughs> not part of the natural ecosystem. Yeah, right. They're kept in a, in facilities that where they're wow. yeah, where they're, they're fed, resistant. um, they're kept warm, they're you know, but they don't have to
0: interact with humans. I guess that makes sense. You have like mm-hmm. sanctuaries for yeah, every other animal. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is a cat is there? Is there a dog sanctuaries then, I guess? Oh, yeah, for oh, sure. there must be, mm-hmm, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, if the, cat, if the process of, uh, like, adopting a cat, um, do you, and, and dogs are different, for sure, or, sorry, just any, like, they're different between, like, whatever the history of the animal is. Yeah. Um. That must be, like, if you're trying to pair up a foster parent, or a foster, uh, I guess, yeah, foster parent, I guess, foster owner, uh, how do you... Like if a person wants a dog, like I, I really want this dog, and but the dog's like doesn't you walk in the dog kind of like gets this back up right away for a certain person. We still trying to pair that person with a dog. Like if it's if the person's like I want this whatever. dog No, no. So you try to steer them away. It's it's
1: all about the best match. Um right. If you do that, you're setting everyone up for failure because. Right that dog is not going to be the dog that they want mm-hmm. and they hope yeah. um, they're going to be disappointed. It's not going to go well. And nine times out of 10, that dog will be returned. Right. Um, so it's f- much easier on our end to say straight off the bat. No, you're not the right match. You're not the mm-hmm. right lifestyle, um, but Hey, maybe we've got somebody else. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Cause I guess people just want to come in. they just like get their heart. Like when you get a puppy, you can just go in and take a puppy well, Not take one, but if you go buy a puppy somewhere they don't really match personality. You just kind of match the cutest one you like and you take it home, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And that's, to a certain degree, puppies, you know, when we get a litter of puppies in as well, it's not... um their personalities and their behavior traits are not nearly as individualized as, say, right. when you, if you get five adult dogs, separate adult yeah. dogs. Who all live different lives and um, been treated different ways. Yeah. Though. However, setting the owners up for success with a puppy is incredibly important because a puppy is that developmental stage when they're going to create all of those behaviors that right. will later on You know, make a good dog or a bad
0: dog. You don't want the puppy to come back.
1: You don't want the puppy to come back. So you got to really work with the owners to set them up for success with puppy training, classes, education, awareness, all of that stuff. Then you can raise a good dog. It must be tough to
0: like kind of get attached to animals who get there for a while. Like maybe some, you know, if the dogs are there for obviously puppies aren't, but you you get attached to an animal, maybe it's been there for a long time and you have to give it up.
1: We get attached to them for sure. Um, It's the most hard, I think, is when we have special really special animals and those are the ones that have been there for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're special usually because they have behavior issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so putting them into a home where we're not responsible for them anymore is very stressful. Right. Cause you um, know what they're going to go through and how they are. And if anything happens um, in the dog world, especially it's always the dog's fault. Uh, right.
0: so if, it usually is never the fault.
1: Yeah. So it's always a bit nerve wracking for us to let go of that control by putting, you know, say a Lola into somebody else's care. Right. Um, it's stressful for sure. And, um, but it's kind of a nature of the beast. You so have to, to do it, yeah. Um, and it's ultimately we don't want them living at the shelter forever. We right. want Lola to, to have a home. Yeah. Um, it's got to be the right home, um, but that's would be our ultimate
0: dream for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Do you find that um, dogs that come in or animals that come into Wag are they for the most part? Is it just people who can't manage them, or people who or just like say their lifestyle's different, or people who can't? Um, like how are are they abused? Like how, what's the kind of balance of like, um, a huge amount of our dogs.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of our dogs come from, um, up sort of North. Um, so definitely in like the res areas where, um, access to vet care, access to funds, all of those things are, you know, resources are really hard. Um, they have a much bigger stray animal population Mm, than say Whistler. A lot of the dogs that roam Whistler are owned. They're just not,
0: not at home right now. Not at home right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I left them right. while I went to work. Yeah.
1: So, um, a lot of the dogs we get from up north. Histories of abuse for sure. sure yeah. um, Under socialized with humans, so right. often they're you know born in ditches and raised you know just s- scavenging for food. Sure. Yeah. Um, or big big time is they have uh, an injury. So we're called when they're found in a ditch and right. they can't walk wow. or, um, they've been hit by a car.
0: Sad. Yeah. 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 Sad.
1: So that's why a lot of our dogs, um, yeah, they're special and they come from really rough backgrounds. Um, it takes them a long time to trust people, mm-hmm. um, which is tough for sometimes people to understand coming in cause they just want to walk up and down and meet all the dogs. And yeah. for us, it's like, We would love for you to do that, but that will scare the crap out of all of Mm -hmm. our dogs. It needs to be in really uh, structured uh, circumstances and also where we know that you are a potential home for them. Otherwise, there's just sort of no point. It just increases the anxiety for them to just continually be meeting new people.
0: Right. How do you guys manage, like, Behavioral behavioral issues with dogs, like to you like you know Caesar Milan or whatever his name was. They got like the dog whisperer. It was on TV years no, ago. But I mean, no. do, but we, is there like there must be protocol that you follow to reach absolutely? Dogs? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, or cats. Whatever. There's there's a new um, standard of animal training that's. Oh. Um, in going into place now which is the animal kind standard because okay. up until recently up until this uh anyone could be a dog trainer right i could say hi i'm a dog trainer i'm a dog trainer and there's a lot of different ways you can train dogs <laughs> yeah for sure uh so the animal kind is really putting a emphasis on force-free um positive um motivation positive reinforcement yeah. um only right so that's a really specific Type of training. So right. at Wag, that is exa- only what we adhere to. We okay. only use um, trainers that also follow that mandate. Right. Um, and we will only allow our adopters to use trainers that follow. And that force mandate free as well. is like
0: you can't smack it or grab it or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. No choke
1: collars. No right. alpha rolls. Right, no. Okay. Yeah. Holding the jaws shut. Nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's all positive.
0: So um, that must be changing. It must be like a changing tide all the time. Like people come with new ideas and new things of like how to, you know. Uh, train a dog and because dogs are so different than cats I guess can you can, can you train a train cat cats, yeah. mm-hmm. you train cats yeah train cats I mean I know they go it takes go, a little longer they they're a, not as food motivated a, right
1: Um, they uh, have shorter attention spans but yes you can yeah. absolutely train cats
0: because I guess you train cats by giving them a litter box
1: well that's a, that's a so natural they just, they just instinct go, yeah right. you never okay. you don't even really have to train cats to use a litter box it's Is just, it
0: here's a box of sand go poo in it and
1: they're like <laughs> sweet yeah, cool. that's what I've been looking want, for I don't want to go sign anyway yeah exactly Right. Um, but, uh, no, you can train them to, you know, do tricks, jump up when you tell them to cats. give high fives. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. they have
0: more attitude though, right?
1: Depends on the
0: cat. Right. Okay. I saw some cute cats you have on your, uh, Instagram. Uh, they're like black, uh, black and white ones. Yeah. Hex and yeah, gins. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah.
1: I cat. almost brought them. I thought oh, about really? it. Yeah. But then yeah. I thought, well, then I'd have to bring a litter box and then,
0: I- oh yeah. The whole deal. <laughs> that's the thing. Oh, so that's the thing too. I guess, I guess I'm getting off track here, but people who, um, like you have to, when you go away or when you do things, you guys don't do, you guys don't kennel animals if someone goes away? No, no.
1: We don't have the space and the resources right, okay. to look after. Is there one people's. around town that does that? Is there, is there a kennel? Um, Ruth's Pet Hotel. They do, I think they do boarding there up in Pemberton. Okay. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of any other large mm-hmm. organization company that does it. Right. Um, I think most people get their friends, family to do it. There's, I think some dog sitters around town. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, people people have dogs
0: around here for sure. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of, I mean, I have friends who have dogs. It's like, you know, they go away for two days. You got to give it to somebody whatever else. And I mean, that's the burden that people probably why the reasons that animals come back to you guys, because people just don't have the time they think they do. Um, but for the most part, when you guys, when you guys set a family or you set an animal up with a foster parent or sorry, like a forever parent, hopefully, um, what are the percentages of? Like you do your due diligence, you match them up as much as possible. What are the percentage of people coming back saying, I oh, just couldn't do it? Is it high or low? Probably pretty low, I guess if mm, you're doing that much It's work. pretty low, yeah.
1: um, but it's definitely there. Sure. Um, yeah. the ret- the, we definitely have returns and it's often f- for a variety of reasons. Sure. Um, sometimes it's financial, sometimes it's, um, you know, an unexpected something. Something. Um, sometimes it's the animal behavior, they don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a Quite a large variety, but it's not a huge amount. Right, but it definitely happens.
0: I always had this thought that I would like to adopt a dog, potentially, or try to apply to, maybe just not just go adopt, <laughs> one, but apply to get one. But uh, since I have allergies, I'm a bubble boy. Uh, I always think there's a there's a certain type of dog, and I just maybe say this naively or not, but um, that certain type of dogs don't get sent to Wag or to foster homes. Where I what I mean by that is like poodles or shih tzus or these small dogs that I feel like there's always always like German shepherds or bigger dogs that dogs that people can't handle <laughs> end up at wag. So for someone to like want to adopt a pet, it seems like for someone like me, I, I might have a hard time finding a dog that would match me at wag or at a foster. like a style a certain type of dog that comes back like everyone gives up german shepherds because they can't handle them and no one gives up little tiny dogs you know or like
1: uh that's i mean the thing is is that our demographic out here a lot of people don't have the small dogs so you know it's much more like yeah yeah, they want the hiking and the biking companions. so the dogs out here are a lot bigger especially Mm -hmm. all the ones from the res Mm -hmm. they're coming down they're all larger Hmm. uh larger breeds um, if you go to the cities, there's shelters that are full of small dogs for dog. sure. Right. Yeah. Um, it's also a difference between like a lot, there's a lot more purebreds in the cities than there are right. more rural, rural, rural areas. There's more mixed breeds. Okay. Um, so the dogs that end up at the shelter will see way less purebreds than say a, sh- a city shelter.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause I just thought it was, yeah. it seemed like people give up like dogs that are hard to handle get given up first.
1: For sure, yeah. um, for sure, and small dogs get away with murder because they're small. Um, the behavior of a small dog is much easier to handle than a the same right. behavior would be in a big dog. Right. Um, so small dogs are less surrendered than right.
0: large dogs, just because. And then cats you know. too, like they people give up cats. That's like a seems to me like cats can almost be unnoticeable in a house. I mean, if you give up, I mean, you have, obviously it's noticeable, but I mean. It seems like the reason people give up cats are probably, I don't know what they would be.
1: Like not the- finding in a place that's pet friendly is a
0: big one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I feel like you would hide a cat one. anywhere, though. <laughs> you just kind of bring it in your house and no one will know it's there. Well, the cats don't not bark.
1: necessarily. They don't bark, but they're <laughs> yeah. not nothing. I mean, no, I they know. do scratch on things. Sure. And- um, they do have a litter box and, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't want to assume that they'll cause right. no damage. Um, and we would never want people to hide a pet in their home.
0: Not advocating that. Yeah, I don't mean hide a pet. I mean, like, it seems like a c- cat's like, um, I mean.
1: And yeah. people travel. People travel a lot. Sure, okay. Uh, so, especially around here. So, yeah. um, a lot of people are not in one place for a long time, which a cat likes to do.
0: Right. If somebody already has an animal and they want to adopt one, is that easier for you to put an animal in that house or is it harder because you're like, you already have one, but if they've proven to have at least this cat's 10 years old and living in this house for 20 or 10 it years. It totally
1: depends on the home, the animal, and what animal they're bringing in. Right, so, so if they so, have a yeah. cat,
0: you might not let them have a dog? Is it uh,
1: no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't want them to have a dog that would chase the cat. cat. Yeah, right, okay, <laughs> exactly, right, okay. exactly. Okay. So the the dog that they would be applying for would have to be cat friendly, and we can do a limited amount of testing with that at Wag. Right. Um, but there's no guarantees. How, it's how do you test that? You just
0: got to put it with the cat and see if it eats it, right?
1: Um, well, <laughs> we we don't put our cats at quite that risk initially but um we've got a window so the door to the cattery has a window that's Mm. uh ground level um so often if the dogs will see the cat you can kind of get a a picture right away uh do they go right at the window yeah Yeah. do they go right at the window and want to eat them right away are they curious and they want to play uh do they completely ignore the cat so that's a it's a good just first kind of indication on you know whether it's going to be potential or a no.
0: <laughs> I guess because, I mean, like, a lot of people have both animals or they'll have two animals, thats Oh, yeah, yeah totally. And
1: lots of them. cats get along with lots of dogs. And lots of cats, uh, lots of dogs will not care about a cat unless he runs around and then their sort of prey drive kicks in. So if you've got a, you know, a fat old cat that doesn't care less about dogs, then they could get a lot along with right. a lot more dogs, potentially. Yeah. So it really depends on the personalities. Yeah, I, uh,
0: and then if you have, I mean, you have so many animals... Some animals need to be well. Every animal, every animal needs to be groomed at some point, depending on yeah. it's just like combing or cutting their hair, whatever it is. Do you guys do that there, or do you have? To we'll sleep?
1: pretty much always uh, give them a bath when they first oh, yeah. come in, of course, because um, sure. yeah. they're usually pretty stinky and dirty, yeah. and um, or had been to the vet to or stuff. Yeah, so um, so they'll get a good bath by us, and then whatever else they need after that, we'll continue to bath them if they need it. Um, like right, like Juno was on medicated baths because he had mange. Um,
0: what is mange? Like, you get like skin and It's like it's like it's like,
1: it's a like mites. It's like an uh, I believe it's like an allergic reaction to like skin mites. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. So it's um, can cause like rashes and itchiness and, and your they hair just, falls and they out They just chew on their
0: rash or ever try to. Yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 Are dogs yeah. are what's more susceptible to that? Dogs. Dogs. Because yeah. right. yeah. cats are I mean, I think I just think cats seem more like they can bite for themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, the cat in the natural world is is a a predator of yeah, all of the you know local bird species but is also yeah. a in, especially in this area prey yeah um and so we just don't we do not advocate outdoor cats no um it just messes with the ecosystem, <laughs> and it and it shortens their lifespan for by sure. a huge amount. Yeah. Um. So we're just really advocates of indoor cats, really well stimulated indoor cats, and then if they are going to be outside, that they're on a leash, that they're supervised, all that right.
0: kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's um. Because I I just feel like yeah. So I don't know. I think that cats can fend for themselves more than dog can. But just. Feels like that way. It's not a
1: against a cougar, coyote. <laughs> you know, when you get the <laughs> yeah. bigger predators, they're For like sure. not. They're yeah, they're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, and I guess like. If cats come in or a dog comes in with manes, you you can't let the whole place just get... Is there like a... You have a quarantine spot there where you... We do.
1: Every animal that comes in goes into what we call isolation. So no matter
0: where they come from. No matter where they come from, okay, yeah. Cool. Um,
1: it does change a little bit depending on whether we have a vet history for them, okay. um, whether it's a vet history that, you know, if they're coming from a home that they've been seeing a vet since they were puppy, that's going to be much different than if we got um, a dog that's never seen a vet and is balding and you know (laughs) (laughs) so we'll kind of we'll do assessments of them as well um we'll get them to the vet right as soon as possible yeah um and vaccinated that's the big one and then um it also depends if they're adults whether they're puppies uh puppies will keep in isolation for a lot longer right um, okay make sure they don't have parvovirus I have what, sorry? Parvovirus. Oh, it's like a worm or something? No, it's like a it's like a deadly virus that puppies can carry. Oh.
0: Um,
1: and it's incredibly contagious. So if, you, if we bring a dog into the shelter that has it, um, they can show no symptoms initially, yeah. and we won't know they have it. So oh, if we no. just put them with the rest of the dog population or put them with the rest of the common areas, they can contaminate that area and infect our other dogs.
0: Can cats get it? Cats,
1: they don't get parvo. They get sort of similar, right. their own kind of... So the diseases diseases. they diseases don't mingling diseases. Um, they do. <laughs> they do. The, yeah. There's things like ringworm and stuff that can pass sure. back and forth, okay. but um, but some, they each have their own. Right. Like you vaccinate cats for slightly different things than you vaccinate dogs for, yeah. but okay. they can get some of the same
0: things. Right. Um, yeah, because that's probably not a, I mean, I guess in Whistler, other than the dog that comes in that's not like, um, like if it's been a wild dog or feral cat or whatever it is, I guess they just, most dogs just come in. Like are they not? They don't come in like abuse, I guess. People, t- 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 do you have like a lot of abused animals that come in from Whistler? Yeah, um, right.
1: not from Whistler per se. Um, a lot of neglect for sure. Um, a a lot of abuse for sure. Um, not so much from the Whistler area. Um, and just a lot of like under socializing sure. and okay. then the little social socialization they did get with humans was negative. So say somebody, you know, kicked them out of the way when they were trying to eat something or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of our dogs, most of our dogs come f- with histories. Right. Um, even the ones that come from, from the cities like Lola, I think right. came from pretty abusive situations. Well, it
0: sounds like, I mean, you guys do so much work and so many animals go through there. Um, Maybe um I wanna talk about two things. Um how people can support WAG, but I want to talk about the, the adoption process. Mm-hmm. Um so you talk about like how many animals come in, kind of like what their backgrounds are and kind of how you would uh, how you would, you know, try to pair somebody up. But what is the if I if I walk in, I'm like, hey, uh so I'm a single guy. I have an apartment. I travel a bit for work, whatever else. Like, how would what's the process for adopting? You don't have to tell me like the criteria, because I'm, I'm not asking if I can get a dog or not. I <laughs> uh, maybe someday, but um, kind of what's the general? I'm imagining it's probably a little bit different from animal to animal that like we talked about earlier. But what's the general? Like, here's the first. Here's the five, ten steps you got to go through to get to, to adopt a pet. Uh,
1: generally, the first thing is like to go to our website and read um, up on their profiles okay. um, and is see that if wag. there's. Com? Whistlerwag.com. Okay, whistlerwag.com. okay. Um, And see if there's just initially anybody that speaks to you. Um, what you'd want to look for is, so say, you know, I'm a single guy, but I travel sometimes. Um, so maybe looking at the puppy is not the best one for you, right. or maybe the old senior dog with lots of health issues, or, um, you know, the dog that's really nervous about going in cars, <laughs> those yeah. kinds of things. Okay. So it's you can kind of start weeding out um, the ones that you'd think initially would not be the right match. Right. Uh, and then if there was somebody that you're like, well, you know what? Marvin might be the one. I yeah. think, you know, he's, he seems like he we could be a match. Yeah. Then you'd fill out the application. And the application is primarily all about you. Okay. So it's about your lifestyle, about how many people visit. Um, have you thought about pet insurance? What would you mm. do if you break up with a spouse? What would you do if you move? Mm-hmm. Um, what's your housing situation like? That's a big one of around course, here. Of course, for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, Uh, What's your um, your resident status as well? We don't adopt out unless you have permanent residency.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Okay.
1: So all of those things um, are—it's all background information for us, and then we'll look at it and we'll say, "Hmm. Okay. Does he? Would he be a potential match for Marvin?" Right. Okay. And if we say, "Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he could be. You know, maybe there's some things we got to chat about, or we'll ask him more things about this, or we'll Mm -hmm. tell him about Marvin about this and see if he's up for it." That's when we would get you in. Okay to meet with Marvin, right. to chat with us about him um, um, and really kind of get deep into is it really
0: going to work? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And do you give them like a, it just seems so organized compared to when you can just walk in and buy it. I know.
1: Poop. People really struggle because they just want to go up and down and meet all the dogs and find yeah. the one that speaks to them and um and as and we would love to do that. Our dogs would just hate it. They're just too shy about oh, meeting sure. new people. Um having them having people stare at them through the kennels is incredibly intimidating. Yeah. There's no way for them to hide or, or run away. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you get things like dogs barking um because they're they're in fear. And yeah. Thing, you know and then that's just set up bad for everybody it's so it's like- we like to have our our introductions like one on one and in a really controlled environment where the dog feels safe and the person's been taught how to meet them right. um so they're not it's not just like a you know zoo that they're on display for
0: yeah no what i was saying i think it's good i think it's just crazy that you can just go in and get a like a puppy for the most part without having that background check and yeah then you know um i think the work that you guys do to kind of get people paired up people i think is kind of cumbersome but it ends up benefiting both in the end
1: yes yeah i mean we do it for a reason and that is because if we don't uh the dogs just come back to us the animals just come back Because it's not what the people wanted, it's not what they expected, and nobody's happy.
0: Do you give them like a grace period where it's like, hey, can go test this dog out for, take Marvin home for a week?
1: No, I mean, it it all depends on the dog, again. um, Our long-term guys, um, yeah, we probably would do a foster to adopt, um, just because it... They are. They have such specific needs. Um, a lot of them, you have to have like a fenced-in yard, or mm. they'll never be an off-leash dog, sure, or yeah. things like that. Um, they or you have can't to give have me a, truck like or... a Portuguese
0: Water Dog to stay in here all day. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, so, are there are there foster parents that take the dog that you wouldn't give a dog to full time? Are there like people who are like, um, I'll keep the dog, like people who like look after dogs for a few weeks while they while you find a parent or an owner? with are there people who you would say, well, you can foster, but we wouldn't give you a dog full-time?
1: Probably not. Um, no, if you're a foster home and one of our like regular good foster homes, a lot of our foster homes end up being foster fails, right. and they end up just adopting.
0: Right. They want the dog, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. That must be tough, because you're like, I'll this, this dog's cute, I'll take it, and then you're like, you know what? It's part of my family now. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's yeah. the what's the foster um, time? The, is there a, a time limit you... Give them the dog for it's like a maximum. You can have it for a week, and that's it. Or You have it for two months, or you...
1: now ideally you'd have it till they were adopted. Oh, so yeah. there's, like, there's no real end date. It's more like there's no real end date. Um, a lot of people, like I said, the foster our foster homes are really limited on work schedules, availability. So having right. having an animal be able to go into a foster home and stay there is doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our dogs come back during the day, or they'll go away for three days and then come back for yeah. a couple nights, and so it's pretty bouncy, um, yeah. and it's not ideal. But it is sort of nature of the beast of sure. Whistler, um, yeah. and um, yeah, not having pet-friendly places. We also our foster homes. We really need them to have like no kids, no other pets. You know, only one, only dog, one or two roommates. For the animal, yeah, yeah. It's and hugely traumatizing, and it's do, yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. Right. So, and sorry,
0: do you do fosters for cats and dogs?
1: Yeah, and the cats are generally more like we'll send them into foster and they'll stay there. Um, Uh, whereas the dogs will sometimes bounce because the people have to go to work so they can't leave them at home while they go to work yeah so they'll bring them back
0: yeah I think that's um do you, would you do like a, like when you, when someone adopts a dog, do you do follow-ups and stuff? It's like, no, there's your dog. No.
1: Oh my God. Where you do so much follow-ups. Oh you do. And so it much. Seems a lot of work. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a huge amount of work, but at the end of the day, the keeping the dog and the human there together is, better. is the ultimate goal. Yeah. So, yeah. um, we, we do a ton of, we even do contracts where you have to be booked into a training session where you have to, um, do X amount of training sessions with the dog. Um, so we even follow up with you and your commitments after the like a, like, a, like
0: a report card every once in a while. You're like, oh, how's it going?
1: Yeah, we'll check in for sure. Yeah. Um, we can check in with the dog trainers as well mm-hmm. who can let us know how things are going. Right. Um, and then um, also just support for behaviorists, um, vet staff, questions, our experiences, right. advice. Right. Um, no, we're here all the time.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Because I mean, I guess you could, yeah, I mean, it's good to know you could, you could just, you know, someone could be a great fit. <laughs> the resume make it look great and give them a dog and you keep following like, wait, this person's not doing what this dog had a, a history of whatever it was, abuse and trying to get it back on track and they're just not doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way to follow up because otherwise, yeah, you end up, it gets too late or the dog gets too far gone. You're the cat or whatever it is. Um, has to be, you know, dealt with, I guess, a bit differently. How, I don't want to get sad, but how often do you have to, um, is it a, is there a lot of times where the dog just or the cat just can't, it needs to be, you know, euthanized or put down? Happen
1: a lot. Uh, we only do that for medical reasons. Okay. So if they're, you know, if, if they're they cannot recover, right. um, um, or they're suffering,
0: yeah,
1: um, and dying, then we will euthanize them. Yeah. Uh, we've never, well, we haven't. Uh, we have, yeah, I don't think we've <laughs> euthanized for behavior very recently. they yeah, sent that, that does happen. Us right, forever. It happens a lot. I yeah. mean, a dog like Lola would not last at many shelters right. um we we're a bit lucky because we have the space we've got the support of the community yeah um to keep dogs like that on
0: it's really cool yeah it's good
1: um it's pretty unique um it's very unique to wag and we yeah. are very lucky and um so that's why we do it because we can and yeah. there would probably nowhere else would take in a dog like Lola.
0: I guess there's so much, I mean, I guess it's gotta be like, it's just be overcrowding everywhere for these for facilities like yeah. this. Yeah. It's like tough, yeah. right? Everyone gets an animal and they can't take care of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I wonder what happens. Like people just get like, I have a friend of mine and, um, who's had a parakeet for like 10 years. And I just think about things when I'm like, well, what if a person gets a, cat, a bird and they can't take care of the bird? They let it fly away. They let it go
1: some people do yeah right yeah. like i mean like re-releasing fish uh, is oh, a really yeah. big problem we well, going to get invasive
0: species all these things right exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. which yeah. i guess yeah. i mean
1: people will even move and leave their cat behind and yeah really oh, what's yeah. wrong with
0: people yeah. <laughs> drives me nuts man oh
1: the stories i could tell you yeah don't. i
0: bet you must hear some tough stuff huh yeah. yeah yeah i think that's like man or somebody finds a dog they don't know where it came from or like you it's got a collar you just can't get in touch with the owner it's really, I must, yeah, I'm sad. I think you guys do great things. It's awesome to see that, like, I didn't know the extent of how, how much you guys, you know, kind of took animals, but it sounds like you, you, like, you know, leave no one behind. No, we don't. Yeah. It's <laughs> for r- better for worse. And it's, I mean, I think the, most people, I mean, if you're an animal lover, you usually love all animals, uh, and just see them come in, it must be heartbreaking sometimes, see them come in go, oh, why is this, cat, why do we have to have this cat here, or this dog here, you know, it's, could have been a good home, it must be tough to see some of those animals sometimes.
1: A lot of times they're coming in from pretty crappy situations. Yeah, WAG's like the best sure. place they've ever been. Yeah. So we're pretty happy to have them.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing that. Um, Okay, so how do people support WAG then? Like you guys get funding from the municipality, it sounds we like. We get a little
1: bit of funding from the municipality, yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't go into things like our regular operations, wages, vet bills, anything like that. Yeah, okay. um, so that's the biggest way people can support us is just by donations, giving us money. Yeah. Um, the critical care program is huge huge um we have a ton of animals that we rather than euthanize will raise money for their cool. care yeah. um which can get expensive oh uh, sure yeah. yeah so anytime um any donations to the critical care fund are, are hugely appreciated mm-hmm. and then just your support sharing our stories um sharing the dog stories being supportive of the animals we take in um being supportive of the staff coming to our events, yeah. um, all of those kinds of things yeah. um, is, you know, ways you can support the organization.
0: And volunteering, it sounds like you have a lot of volunteers. I mean, yep. Is there a point where like something bottlenecks or, like we don't need more volunteers now, we just need money or we need dog food or we need... For
1: sure. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a point where when we go, we don't need any more dog walkers, we just need money. Right. Um, it's sad, but money is at the end of the day...
0: I mean, everybody needs everybody it. Everybody
1: needs it. You can use it for everything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not the most romantic, but it is... You know, especially for things like our vet bills, which are which are really large. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I guess if you just people give you just, I mean, it's great to get food and everything else, but in um, time. But yeah, like like you said, you know, vets they do give you discount rate, but you're also having to pay for animals to come in, and vet yeah. bills can be huge.
1: Vet bills can be really big, and um, yeah. you know, like I said, we have a bad habit of not euthanizing the sick puppies and instead they go to Canada West and (laughs) we spend thousands to save their life, which is amazing. It's why we do what we do. Um, but it is, it is costly. Um, from a financial standpoint, it costs more to save that puppy than it would to not. Um, but we've got the support of the community. It's really cool. That's why we do it. Mm -hmm. It's, we're really lucky. That's why we keep going.
0: I think a town like this where it's like really animal-friendly, dog-friendly, people are out doing things. I mean, a, a place like Wag does kind of fit in really well. Yeah. It's not I like it's so. like a weird thing to have in town. Yeah. But I guess it's probably not unique. It's probably somewhat unique. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think like if you go to Fernie or else, there must be other other like companies like this or like businesses like this or whatever. But um, it seems like in Worcester you have this, everyone... I, I always people always talk about wag it's always something it's
1: it is a really unique unique shelter yeah for um, sure. I've been to some other places and it definitely makes me feel very very lucky yeah um, we've got a really supportive community we've got a really supportive municipality um, we are we don't have anybody saying no you can't take that dog out of here. yeah yeah right. um, put that dog down um, right. all of our board of directors are incredibly supportive of us yeah um, so yeah we are very lucky uh, a lot of shelters um, have to euthanize their animals purely because they Space. have no more room, exactly. Yeah. Uh, physically, no more room, so. and my heart goes out to those right. shelters. Um, we're so lucky because we have not yet had to. had to do that.
0: It's sad. I mean, it's. it's I guess it's. I mean, it hard to avoid. I guess in some spots, but uh, it's cool that you don't have to do that here. It's yeah, great. yeah, we're um, lucky. Do you have animals? Yeah, you do. Yeah. do you have too many animals.
1: Uh, no, I've got. I just have two dogs right now. Okay, um, my one dog would not appreciate any cats so cats are off the list for me right. and then I've got a neighbor's dog that comes out and hangs out all the time so it's usually a party of three that's
0: cool yeah. most yeah. people that work there, are there are most people that um, are volunteers are they have animals or they just kind of go there because they can't have one they want to be around them
1: the volunteers often go because they cannot have animals and right. they want to help out and um, they miss their animals back home or they want to help while they're here um, and they can't adopt so that's why they want to volunteer right. um, pretty much all of our staff end up getting suckered into adoption Eventually, at some right. point, right? Well, it's one more animal out of <laughs> one more animal building, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's. Um, I mean, if most people you love animals, you love all animals, I would guess. Oh yeah, um, yeah.
1: but uh, but it's tough. It's expensive as well, and housing's a big yeah. thing as well.
0: So, people, so we talked about it earlier. Do people try to bring you other animals? Like, do people to try to bring in like, hey, I, you know, like I found I have a. Bird or I have whatever. People had to bring you other animals. You're yeah. Like, no.
1: yeah, yeah. People call us a lot saying I found something. Something. Um, nine times out of ten, it's a wild animal that's injured. Um, every so often it'll be like, can you take my bunny or will you take my hamster or something right. like that, yeah, which we don't do. Right. Um, and we can't take in wildlife. You have to have licenses, special licenses to do yeah, with saying wildlife. That, yeah. yeah. And, and special training as so well. the Diseases,
0: everything else you don't know about right? Like it's like diseases
1: and just handling. I mean, they're wild animals. It's yeah, right. totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, know, they,
0: they're not supposed to be inside. They're either. not supposed to be inside. They don't want to be touched. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, so, and especially if they're injured or sick, um, right. yeah, yeah. They need to be in proper facilities.
0: Yeah, because you guys aren't very big. How many square feet is Wag? I mean, how many oh, pump? I
1: have no idea. It's pretty tiny, though. It's small. You've right? got like I think six kennels on the one side, and then. Right.
0: Do, you, and do you have outdoor either. space too, or do you do you, is it rely yeah. on pe- people taking dogs to? Pack
1: we've the got pack? a we've got a dog run um, yeah. in the back right okay. now, um, cool. which has been. It's still in the works um, with the new development when Nesters went in. Mm. They ripped out our old dog run, and we've had to put in a new one. So it's yeah. been a bit of a an adjustment period. Right. Um, But we do have it now and it's, it's beautiful.
0: If someone uh, has a dog, they're a foster dog, let's say just, or an adoption. We like, Hey, this dog probably shouldn't go to the park. You shouldn't take it to a dog park.
1: Yeah. We actually don't love dog parks. Um, We often, dog parks are, if you've got a really, really good bomb-proof dog, dog parks are awesome. Um, Most of our dogs are not like that. Um, Some of our dogs, we even say, will probably never be able to be Mm. off-leash. So at a dog park, it's just, they can get overwhelmed with dogs off-leash, and if they're stuck on a leash,
0: it's just... Because that's a different psyche, that's a different psyche, It's a different psychological thing for dogs. If you're on a leash, the dog almost feels like it's at a disadvantage right or something yeah yeah so then it gets yeah. more aggressive to try mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah well there's something called leash aggression and yeah. it's, it's it's also like frustration because they can't right. uh do and do an interact defend the themselves they want to do right? or um greet how they want to greet mm-hmm. um things like that so so dog parks are you know they have their place for sure um but it really depends on the dog and we definitely tell people sometimes do not go to dog
0: parks right. <laughs> speaking of that so bylaws, stuff, a ton of stuff at town and everything now, that we have like th- Dogs on leashes, off leashes. I think the bylaws are changing a bit, maybe. Mm-hmm, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, how much do you guys have stake? Do, you, do, do they come to you? Hey, what do you guys think about these new bylaws in town? Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they must, consulted right? on us. Right. Yeah, yeah. And is that so the new do, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into bylaws, but uh, there's is there less? Is there more of a like a fine? I guess or more of like a thing for for when your dogs have a leash now. Have the fines like,
1: have gone up? Okay, yeah, right, yeah, Yeah, and I think. Um, the new one was that there's now a fine for leaving your dog tied up. Um, outside, oh, so like you like, like going
0: to the cr- go to like get lunch and your dog's tied up outside.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and it's not so much like if you're going to the store and you know picking up some milk. It's more like people were um, tying their dogs up and and going drinking for the afternoon or you oh. know yeah. So the dogs were left outside and on the patios or outside the house. someone come out like a chalk hours. and like put a chalk on their leg or something, put some chalk
0: <laughs> to mark <laughs> yeah. them.
1: Well, the officers, I'm sure, will <laughs> notice the yeah. dog's still there the next time they go by. Yeah, right. Um, so that's more what that was trying to crack down on okay. was the, right. the sort of just the leaving your dog out there while you right. went and people, yourself. I mean, I
0: have, I have a lot of friends' dog owners and I feel like people are like, my dog's fine. I don't need to put on a leash. It'll be fine. Yes. It's not always the case. No. It's not about your dog being fine. Exactly. It's about other people being fine or somebody is like, even the people who are scared of animals. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a respect of it all. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm. And I think too, keeping um, your dog safe um, from walking in into traffic, um, right. walking in into somebody biking, mm-hmm. you know, it's for their safety as well as everybody else's.
0: I feel like we talk a lot about dogs. This is kind of the main thing, but I've, just because, you know, I try to bring cats up a bunch. So there's no is there cat bylaws. Like, is it like... They do, they, hmm. Because people don't like socialize cats. It's not like you cats. They
1: don't, but they do have outdoor cats here. So they're, so, yeah. So there is sort of this element of um, cats, which are pets, being at large. um, You know, people calling (laughs) in, there's a cat around my house, things like that. So um, it does affect the community to a certain extent. It's not as much or
0: as big. Right. Um. Cool. Well. Okay. Uh. We chat a bit. I think we probably about forty-five minutes here or so. But you have an event coming up. Uh. Speaking of fundraising and supporting yes, Wag. Supporting Wag. Um. I'm gonna. Maybe I'll just take a picture of this and I'll put it over the bottom so people can see it in the video. Cool. Without holding it up. But um. Yeah. So it's Halloween Howl. Yep. This uh, Saturday. Saturday October twenty sixth. Yes. In case anybody watches this after. Yes. Um. To the Hangar and Function Junction, which is just uh, kind of the old bounce beside Whistler Brewery, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a cool, um, new,
1: cool new party space.
0: Yeah. And there's a, uh, I feel like I'm leading you here, but is there um, an online auction?
1: There's an online auction that's happening right now. Okay. Um, so it's been running since uh, last Saturday. Yeah. Um, and anyone can go and bid On that, you do kind of have to be somewhat local because you got to be able to get the items from WAG or have somebody pick up the items for you. Um, But you don't necessarily have to be at the event to participate. Um, So that's at www.32auctions.com backslash WAG's Halloween Howl.
0: Okay, I'll put that up. Put
1: that up. Yeah, Um, super fun and easy to do it online. It's been really fun to watch. And then the event is this Saturday. Um, We've got live music. Um we've got some bands, we've got some DJs, and we've got $5 drinks all night and 100% of that goes to Wag.
0: Wow. Yeah, cool. so it's
1: really fantastic. We've got a lot of fantastic sponsors. Yeah, it looks like uh, it. and donors. Um, so go check it out. You can check out all of the information on our website as well.
0: What's First Mate?
1: First Mate Pet Foods. Oh, They're first, okay. our beloved sponsor. Hey, right? yeah, they are for sure. Yeah, they okay. sponsor they sponsor Wag. They feed all of our shelter animals
0: for Oh wow. free. Cool. They're wow. Amazing. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They're really, really great. Well, um, actually, Jenna Mae was on my show once, too. She's great. She's Jenna awesome. Jenna Mae's amazing. Yeah. She's
1: going to be there. She's um, supported us before. Combat yeah. Dolphin's going to be there. Uh, DJ, DJ Nat Morale. Yeah. We love her. Um, yeah. She's done a bunch for us this year. Cool. Uh, the Beacon stuff. And then the Sounds of Stash is going to be fantastic. He's it really sounds excited.
0: like People want to work with WAG all the time and get a lot of support. I mean, obviously yeah, it's hard. Yeah, we do. But yeah. I mean, and you've just got to make sure that you can use the uh, resources effectively. But I feel like people want to help out. They're so supportive, especially
1: yeah. the other businesses. They're it's amazing. Like, That's we cool. could not
0: do what we do without the locals. That's rad. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're good. I appreciate you coming by. Thanks for having um, me. Hopefully, did you have anything you want to talk about that I just totally railroaded this whole conversation? Um, I you have a notebook. I didn't see you open it. So I don't know if there's like, you would like... Um, you need to get out? I'm not going to put you on the spot. Uh,
1: just, just that our animals are special Yeah, <laughs> <and for laughs> to, sure. to have patience with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that to try to understand, you know, that's why our, our open hours are limited. Sometimes we just, we, we're incredibly busy when we're open. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't always have the staff and the resources, right. um, to be open all the time. And our animals are often quite shy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are there all the time for you for any questions you have where they're all day long for adoption appointments, foster appointments, right. volunteer stuff. Um, so if you do want to get involved with WAG and find out more, um, get in touch with us, sure. uh, email us, call us.
0: Awesome. Uh, wow. well, I'll probably call you soon, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Right.
1: I don't have any poodles though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't really want a poodle. <laughs> I mean, I, I, would, I you know, anyway, but I, allergies. I know. Um, yeah. I'm surprised we aren't allergy companies that sponsor you guys.
1: No. Reacting
0: to somebody. That'd be great.
1: That would be good, actually. Yeah.
0: Is anybody there? Most people that work, you guys have allergies. Anybody there? No. You asked that question? No. Is that a criteria? No. Really? No. Okay, good. No. Perfect.
1: It's sort of, I think it's uh, at your own risk. Right. If you have allergies and you want to work there, well.
0: You know what's funny? You uh, just can't complain i like i'm like really bad for animals like i'm not bad i guess like some dogs will lick me i'll get a rash I'd say mm-hmm. whatever else but something i pet a dog one time i told a story a bunch of times this maybe not the funniest story but uh i had a friend of mine who had this like pemberton mix dog um beautiful dog beautiful white dog anyway i would every time i went to the door i would pee and they would come and jump on me and it feels like i have allergies or dogs like to hang out with me <laughs> or sort of cats so then one time i was at uh, i went to its front door and josie was the name of the dog. And it came up and it, it peed on the floor and then his tail hit the pee and it flicked the pee w- went right in my eye. <laughs> I, told, I told this right before on the show. So it's probably, everyone's like, yeah, whatever, Proctor. But it made me, I was like, I'm going to lose my eye. I was freaking out so bad. <laughs> I'm going to lose. Anyway, I'm blind. Yeah, I was freaking out. Anyway, nothing happened. I was actually surprised that nothing happened, but. Yeah, um, you
1: in. It's not so bad.
0: Yeah, no, it's. Clean, it's right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's disinfectant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Nice. Anyway, um, okay. Well, thanks for coming by. It's awesome. Good to <laughs> chat. I thought I didn't on that story there. Um, Catherine Mazza I appreciate your time, oh, and I appreciate all me. you do for all the animals. In town. Oh, thank you so much. I know you got a pretty dedicated team there. So um, yeah, we've been amazing. Yeah, team. whatever people can do to support, it'd be great. Um, time, money, products, yeah. whatever.
1: Chocolates for the staff too.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't forget. It's not all <laughs> to <about> the animals, <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't forget the it's staff too. Up. Okay. Well, thank you very much. It's <laughs> been <laughs> a pleasure. Awesome.